Hello, you speakers. I'm Katza. I'm George. And I'm Javier. Welcome to season number two of the You Speak English podcast, guys. How was your holiday? Any New Year's resolutions? I got to stop oh. eating. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. I'm, uh, yeah, I went to Mexico City. Thanks a lot to all my family that uh, had me there. Just so much great food, great sights. Totally recommend it. Yeah. What about you guys? <laughs> Well, I'm all set for for season number two, right? All so, right. Yeah. Gym, so, Cassie, what about you? Yeah, I need to hit the gym. <laughs> At some hit, point when hit COVID, somebody. <laughs> yeah, or hit somebody. But oh, hit I, I'm hitting the gym. Yeah. There you go. Hit the weights. There you go. <laughs> all right. So stay tuned today. You're learning essential vocabulary to talk about skills, birth, and upbringing. I speak English. No! We speak English. No! They speak English. No! With us, you speak English. Yay! An English-speaking podcast where you will find lots of content to help you with your daily practice of English and have fun. Just as natives do. Listen to interviews and native speakers talking about everything and anything. Because with us, you speak English. Welcome to another episode of the You Speak English podcast. Thank you for hitting that play button and subscribing to our podcast channel. Remember, you can download the script for this podcast. The link is in the description box below. Great. And most common mistakes advanced learners always make. And I get to open this one, guys. You know, one that I've, I've, I've heard is when students are trying to express a conditional This, this is a tricky concept because when we're talking about conditionals or things that are not really possible, there is a crazy rule that the verb should be in the subjective form. In other words, in the past form. And this is a very difficult concept for students to understand because, mm -hmm. they, you, know, how, you know, how could you, they, they think, why am I using the verb in past if the situation <laughs> is in present? I said, I know. It's just the verb that is in past, but the whole idea is in the present. See, I don't get it. Why don't you just kind of come up with another different verb? I I'm know. so yeah. confused. Don't kill me. I, don't, I didn't make the hey, language. Don't, hate the, make the rules. don't hit the player. The hit the game. Yeah. <laughs> for instance, for instance, if it's something that, you know, uh, really, uh, uh, you know, uh, complex or most likely never to happen, I say, uh, okay, so if I go to the moon, I, I would not say if I go to the moon because if I'm using the, the present form, that means it's something a little bit more realistic and something more possible. So for me, going to the moon is very unrealistic. So I would have to say if I went to the moon, mm -hmm. right. if I went to the moon, I would go crazy. But this is a very difficult time. But why do we use the verb in past? Because when we're talking about something that is not so real or not possible, The verb form must be in past. You know, that's that's a simple way. Some people call it the subjective form of the verb, but it's the verb in past. In past. So, yeah, when you're talking about if uh, the person, you just get the subject and the verb has to be in the past form. Okay. okay. Mm -hmm. For example, if I didn't have a lot of work, which I do, so that's not realistic. So I would say it in that no, form. It's not probable, right? Yeah, it's not a problem. So, yeah, that's one, guess. All right. All right. Yeah, you, well, here. 
in yeah. my case, it just throws me off every year when somebody. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. When it throws me my, off right now when it, I'm looking uh, at your. When <laughs> somebody says, "Hey, when's and, and, is today your birthday, teacher?" And go, "Yes," and they say, "Congratulations." Oh, that's right. now the hard part here, <laughs> you guys. You managed to burn to well, be born. I, like, the thing is that <laughs> we're normally surprised like, <laughs> to see you alive or something. You made it. Like, you, you didn't die. Cool. You didn't <laughs> die. <laughs> Uh -huh. So like, we congratulate people when they have accomplished something. That's right. If you finish your master's degree, if you finish your master's degree, congratulations. If you bought a new house, congratulations. Right. If you're gonna have a baby, well, you managed to get somebody pregnant. You're gonna have a baby. Congratulations. But not on the birthday, guys. On the birthday, we say happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, because <laughs> I didn't manage anything. I just didn't die. <laughs> I don't know if that's a great accomplishment. Well, for somebody, age. it could be an accomplishment. <laughs> you didn't die yeah, this year. Yeah. Wow. I'm trying really hard not Especially to Especially after huh? COVID. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> you got a point there, Katza. You got me there. You made it. You're alive. <laughs> but I want I want to go to the hospital like, congratulations, you didn't die. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Imagine go that. That was so you're going rude. to level two. <laughs> COVID two. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, my, what turn. You, <laughs> my turn. This this one mainly all intermediate uh, level learners and above tend to make this mistake, and it's the use of infinitives in verb patterns. Now, we a verb pattern is when you need to use two verbs together. The uh -huh. rule is you need to, you must actually not need to, you must. Uh -huh. learn which verbs are followed by verbs with ing ending mm -hmm. and which verbs are followed by an, by an infinitive too. Mm -hmm. Now, bear in mind that this is a challenging skill to master. It's not easy, but it's not impossible. There you go. It requires time and dedication. I will give you an example. Uh, an example of verb pattern is to express likes and dislikes. So this is the basic one, right? It's wrong to say, I like dance, right? Instead, I have to say, I like to dance or I like dancing. Mm -hmm. Now, when you become a really advanced uh, speaker, you must know that sometimes the use of these infinitives can change the meaning of the sentence. So, yeah, it is challenging. So. <laughs> get to study <laughs> so now if it to make it feel better they're not a whole you, you mentioned the exceptions right they're not a whole lot of them but if you say we stopped uh to smoke that mm. means we were driving and then we decided to stop and smoke and if yeah. you say we stopped smoking that means we no longer smoke we quit mm -hmm. yeah we quit so it's tricky you, know, you can't tricky. just do it for everything yeah. you know there are not a few exceptions there you can do it it's not a whole lot you know, talk to somebody that really knows their grammar. Look it mm -hmm. up yourself. But yes, it is. It is. It requires attention. It does. It does. All right. Next section. Uh, my favorite section, guys. Cosas en español que no tenemos en inglés. Katza, what do you think? Oh, pan comido. I have oh, a lot of that. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> I always wonder, pan comido, that's, that's already eaten bread. Oh, God, yeah, that's no. already eaten bread. Uh, why would okay. you say that? So we use this expression to refer to something being really easy. The equivalent mm. in English is also related to food. Mm. Funny, right? In this case, it in English, we would, we would say it's a piece of cake. 
So from now on, every time you need to talk about something being really easy, you should say it's a piece of cake, but no pan comida. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this is one that piece that, of cake. This one though that that always throws me off has taken me years to accept it. And when people in Spanish make a mistake, they say no miento. Oh, that's like, right. When you say like ah sí compramos la casa en dos mil uh, 2010. No, no miento, miento, la compramos en 2011. Why are you lying? <laughs> Why do you lie to me? <laughs> but I understand now. It took me years for it to figure out that it's sort of sort of a self-correcting function, you know? Right. Like, oh, no, so oops, sorry, and that's not what I meant. <laughs> but we don't, back. we don't. I take that back. I'm, I made a mistake. My my I bad. Meant, I meant to right. say. But I would never say like, hey, Katza, you know, I finished the house in 2010. No, I'm lying. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm tricking you. <laughs> uh, got you there, didn't I? Okay. No, it just sounds awkward. So please, I actually learned this because uh, um, like sometime in November, one of my students, you know, upper intermediate said, no, I lie. And it took me a while like, why? oh, okay, I get it. So sometimes, you know, a lot of people want a native speaker that, you know, sub- possibly doesn't speak any Spanish. But this is one of the benefits that all three of us have that we, since we all know Spanish, mm-hmm. uh, we can pick up on the mistakes and correct them. Yeah. But that one threw me off a lot. <laughs> <laughs> all right. George, your turn. What is that? Your turn, George. Llamero, llamero. Llamero, llamero. Llamero, George. Llamero, Javiera. That's a very common uh, Mexican expression, right? Meaning that it's almost done or almost there, right? Uh, imagine that you're driving, your kids are in the back seat, you're going to the beach, and they're constantly asking you, Yamero? Yamero? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are we almost there? Are we, are we, there? Almost are we there? there yet? So, are we there? Are we there yet? No. And you just, you know, a couple of more minutes, two more <laughs> hours. So, yeah. And the equivalent, there are different forms in English that you could, you, you could say for a Yamero, it's almost done, almost there. Almost, we almost finished. got it. Almost, almost. finished. Basically, go. all the words that have the almost, almost something. Right. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> Very good. Okay. To the main topic. So today right, I wanted to give our audience some new vocabulary to discuss skills, upbringing, and education. We will discuss the. Um, uh, yeah, we will discuss. Sorry something is going on in my computer and I can't mm-hmm. really look at the rundown. <laughs> Sorry about that. Okay. Okay, again. Okay, so no. to the main topic. <laughs> again, to the main Three, topic. Two, one. <laughs> I wanted to give our audience some new vocabulary to discuss skills, upbringing, and education. We will discuss the matter and we'll mention some key words or phrases and teach you some ways to talk about these things. If you haven't downloaded the script for this podcast, please hit pause and do it now. It'll help you a lot more to follow what we say. All right, right. George, let's hit it. Yeah, all right. So here are some key phrases or words that, you know, will come in handy when you're talking about education, education and upbringing. Number one is access to education, which means how easy it is to get to school in your town, all right? Number two, 
career choices of family members. That means sons and daughters following mom and dad's career paths. Okay, my mom is a doctor, so I should be a doctor as well. As well, I should be a doctor as well. Okay, three, career advice received at school. Okay, four, personality and the way I feel. Think, behave, and react. Gender. Okay, it's a difficult topic nowadays, but let's stick to being assigned roles according to our com communities. Religion or culture, your faith and your moral or spiritual beliefs. Well, that's pretty good, George. Now, right. how can we use these keywords or phrases in a conversation? Well, here we go with a very interesting set of questions that could totally be answered by using them. Ready, guys? Okay. okay. George, um, how might the following factors influence a person's career choice in your country? Well, you know, there are, uh, I think there are two main factors that uh, can, you know, uh, affect, you know, or influence the career choices. Okay, so number one is access to education. All right, access to education is very important, and also career paths of your parents. You know, usually these are two main factors, especially in our culture, that uh, influence our career choices. Right. Okay. Thanks, Gatsa. What are, are there jobs that are only for women or only for men? Well, now I think gender is not an issue anymore. Uh, in my opinion, anyone can actually develop aptitudes to carry out any job they want. Okay, uh, thank you. There are some places in, in, in the world that uh -huh. are still attached to the fact that only men can do certain jobs and so women. Uh -huh. But in my opinion, yeah. it's anyone can do any job. I agree with you there, totally. George, are there any jobs you would refuse to do, for example, regardless of the pay? Yeah, even if they pay me millions, I think. Yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. yeah sure. I, I wouldn't like to work at a place where they force their religion or po political views on me. You know, I would, I would stay away from that. And uh, a little addition to this, I would hate being in a position where my main role is letting people that they lost their jobs. Yeah, I think that's one of the saddest positions anybody can have in any company. Your position, oh. you have to let people know that they just lost their job because they're obsolete or something else. Yeah, I know, right? Ouch. Yeah. So you, you wouldn't, would, want, you, you wouldn't you, want to be that guy that says, you're fired. You would, never want, you would never work for a school that made you pray in the morning or something like that? Oh, no. I would never, and I, I haven't. Okay. Once upon a time, I used to work at an institution where I respect their religious beliefs. But you know what? They were very nice and never forced their uh, religious beliefs on me. They respected that part. So that's why I, I worked very well with them. I was very happy working with them and we're in good terms. But no, I would never work in a place where they forced their religion beliefs, their religious beliefs or political views on me. All right. Well, yeah. bless you. Well, bless your heart, George. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to add a little bit on on that to that question about our personalities and the way we feel, the way we behave and react. And regardless of the pay, I think there are jobs that are totally against against what we believe in, against what we are good for. And obviously our personality, for example, when I was 
referring to career advice received at school. I remember when I was in high school, my uh, I used to have a law teacher and a psychology teacher. So because of the choices, the career choices that I would be, you know, considering was to study law or to study psychology. Mm-hmm. And I remember my my law teacher, even though I was very good at law, he said, don't do it. <laughs> you don't have that personality <laughs> that is required to study law. Oh, so really? that's actually how, that's actually why I chose to study psychology because you're, like, I, you're not mean enough. Or what is it? You don't know, what, <laughs> uh-huh, what, I'm not what mean enough. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm not tough enough. I'm guessing it's like I'm, ouch, I have a really ouch. soft, really soft side, and I'm not sure if he was referring to a gender thing because this was uh, many years uh-huh. ago. But yeah, so career advice given at school, it's. Well, it, it can always come in handy, right? Well, yeah. you are you are a very nice person, Katza. So I rest my case. All right, <laughs> all right. Let's wrap things up, guys. All right. Well, thank all you right. very much, and I was so happy to be, uh, as I said at the beginning, being here in our season number two, episode one. And until next time. Thank you very much. I'd like to mention, uh, I'll give a thank you to all the people that are listening to us. Not only in Mexico, but all along Latin America, we feel so happy that you're listening to us. And we hope that whatever we do can really help you to get to where you want to get in your English language level. That's right. Okay, this is it for today. Thank you to all of our audience out there. And remember to subscribe to our channel. If you like this podcast, please share it with all your friends. You should also check out our website or yeah, you should check out our website where you can Definitely find check out. articles. Please, please check our about, website. <laughs> yes, articles about English practice and learning. You should also check our YouTube channel <laughs> where you can get this podcast version in video. Sorry. So you are more than welcome to comment on our videos as well. And remember, perfect practice makes perfect. All right. Thank you so much. It's great being back. We're back. Bye, Papa. There's a man. Back. Bye. Thank you for subscribing to our podcast channel and click on the follow button so you can get notified when we upload new episodes. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. And please visit our website at youspeak.com.mx where you can get free access to our blogs and other content developing every week just for you.